Oh, we are in playoff season. I cannot fucking wait. Do you know, usually I hate, uh, I don't hate playoffs. That sounds absolutely stupid. That's literally uh, the holy grail of it all. But like, especially, I usually miss red zone. I really start missing the regular season when shit's happening at all times. You know, I miss the Sundays and everything like that, right? But this year, it's been so bad. A lot of the offenses. I'm actually just like very happy that pretty much every team bar like bar like the fucking Steelers and a couple that are actually good or pretty decent teams, you know. So it's a, like <laughs> it's a lot of that. I'm going to miss Red Zone though. I only realized that Red Zone was going to finish when Scott Hansen started talking like you know, like he was going to die. You know, he was chatting to everyone like you know I've really enjoyed my time. Uh, here with you all and I was like what the fuck Scott are you going to break some news here you know fourth down fourth down play and he's going to drop that he's got fucking leukemia or something no red zone is over is essentially his point um, for the season so uh, it's going to be very very fucking sad the Steelers are in right I, I don't really know what to say to all of this to be honest as much as I like doing the whole uh, Mike Tomlin's uh, done it again or not done it again but you know like Finished with a winning season. Uh, I I just don't know how we ended up like ten and seven. That was like one of the worst seasons I've ever watched. Like I've I've seen seasons where I was happy and we didn't meet the playoffs, and I was like, at least that team's going. This is just a fucking disaster. Like, and you know what? It's even more boggling is our divisions class. Like everybody, every single thing. First time since the thirties that all four teams have ended in a winning record, and we're still. I just. And we won the division too, like as in we got five wins, I think, in our games, uh, or is it four wins and one, either way, in the division-wise, obviously the Ravens are a mile better at the moment, but you know, I, I don't really know what to do. Uh, we're playing the Bills next, uh, I believe that will be a, it should be, a, like I'm not quietly confident that's the wrong thing, I think we'll lose, but I don't think it's as bad as people think it is. Um, you know, just in terms of... Because you know, just because just I think Kazee and Minka are, are going to be back and that's going to hold them guys a little bit better because if we didn't have them too, I think you'd just run right up the middle, especially with Josh Allen and the likes. Um, no TJ Watt though, so it's going to be... Um, it's not going to be good. I think one thing, that they say no TJ. It's going to be the end of the world, but like uh, Highsmith will get doubled up. But that nasty Nick Herbig is... I'm sorry for saying his little corny, little corny uh, nickname, but Nick Herbig, I've got he's he can fucking like he can make plays like he's only played so he's done something like three sacks and a forced fumble in like the last twelve snaps he's only done it's something insane like that so uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking fun uh, there is a lot there is a lot of uh, wheeling and dealing today I was meant to do this yesterday. Uh, and I'm actually glad that I'm, uh, I waited off with the amount of people that I'm just going to talk to who've just like lost their jobs and stuff like that. But I, I've currently thought that I was going to do, be able to do it at all. You know, like the mixer, basically, that I'm recording this. Uh, I smashed the fucking, the goddamn plug right off the, fr like, I don't want to touch anything because I feel like if I move in a slight way, I'm just going to get electrocuted live. It's not live, like, I would ha I'd have to post you know, it's not like you're going to hear me get electrocuted live. I'd have to be electrocuted and then fall on the things and hit the right buttons and I just to post it out to you guys, bother me. Um, you know, we'll just start first of all, right? Big God, I damn. This, I, the only thing that comes into mind is Westman to Vince Vaughn's character in Anchorman about like, God, I hated you, but God damn it, I respect you. Bill Belichick 
is gone. The devil is dead. Brady and BB are fucking gone. Uh, Bill Belichick has checked out of the NFL. Um, you know, he was doing that. People are saying, well, at least he's tanked. And I'm like, tanked currently. Or not tanked currently. Tanked before leaving us. Leaving us with the best possible draft choice. And I'm just like, all right. I have my own theories about tank. And I think people that tank are disrespectful to people who have paid and want to see their team win. I don't give a flying fuck. If Caleb Williams is the number one pick, if you tank, you're you're just a fucking wank. Uh, I just I just so against it uh, with every being, and I hope that whoever, if you tank purposely, even if you get the superstar, I hope he is terrible for you, and you end up having to fucking trade him or something like that. But uh, Bill Belichick is gone. Mike Vrabel, I believe, at the t- t- Tennessee Titans is gone. Uh, there's a couple of other movers and shakers. Arthur Smith is gone. Uh, he really went out. Uh, <laughs> he really went out on a sad note with everything. Uh, I'll get into a lot more of this. This is probably going to be, by the way, if you're listening, this one's going to be pure NFL today. You know, for, these are the playoff seasons. I don't think there's going to be too much. You know, I won't have any interviews or anything for the next few days unless someone pops up with something spectacular. But um, yeah, yeah, we're going to be doing that. So first of all, we're going to get the, the news headlines. This is the clear and oblivious news. Bill Bella checked out of the NFL with a poor loss to the Jets in snowy Foxborough. A truly miserable way to possibly the greatest ever coach to grace the NFL. We here at Clear and Oblivious truly hated him over years, and him apparently reading Harry Potter books still in his spare time only fucking compounds that. We still believed he deserved a better send-off. That was like Michael Jordan dying of diarrhea. Squeaky bum time for Seattle Seahawks. The Cardinals missed a field goal with one second left that would have sent the Seahawks home sad. But much like the Steelers, Packers, Rams, etc., they can now join the group of Super Bowl contender pretenders. Josh Allen has ended the season with a perfect 100% completion rate, with 50% split between receivers and defensive backs. The Bills did go on to win that game. Red Zone's moment of the year this year was a field goal. Yes, you heard that right. What a travesty of year we've had on offense that a fucking field goal ended up being the Red Zone's moment of the year. A fantastic field goal it was, but it's like pretending Messi's greatest ever goal was a penalty and a 4-2 loss to Getafe. Arthur Smith lost his fucking mind as the Saints ran a touchdown while setting up for a kneel-down victory and a hilarious spectacle that saw the Falcons coach lose his fucking head. He was furious that his last career game ended by a 45-point loss rather than a 38. What a way to go out, Arthur. See you later. That's all for this week's Clear and Oblivious News. If you enjoy this podcast and want to get more involved, I have a Patreon account where you will get bonus short episodes during the week and access to our thriving Discord community, who discuss the games live, play games like fantasy football, and even drop topic suggestions for the bonus episodes. Join the Clear and Oblivious team at patreon.com forward slash clear and oblivious. Yeah, sorry, I managed to sing myself out of my own Patreon plug there. Um, I keep putting up the Patreon plug, but there's no real point in joining it right now. You know, you're in the you're, if you're in the Discord now, you're you're basically in. All right, um, the Patreon will stop. Uh, you know, just about when the Super Bowl does. Uh, I just realised what fucking date is the Super Bowl because I go to Australia. 
bet you the fucking last episode I have to do this season is going to be while I'm in Australia with fuck all equipment with me because I'm not flying all this shit over. I'll fly my laptop over. Maybe a microphone, but Jesus Christ. Um, but yes, um, I think I just realized that I will be in Australia. I think I'll be in Perth for the Super Bowl. Um, that'll be interesting. Get to watch my very first game at fucking 6 a.m. or something like that. Um but yes, uh, there is a lot of big teams uh, in the NFL, obviously, left this year. Um, I'm going to go with uh, one of my favorite moments, is, to be honest, this year at the Red Zone. I'm going to go through the results and everything like that and who the fuck's up against who. Uh, but I love that during, you know, like a Bears, Chicago Bears always puts up stats where like you're just shocked at how shite the stat is. You know, they're, they're trying to pan it off as a good thing. Like it was just sitting there like, DJ Moore was the very first receiver in Bears history to have five games over 100 yards, and you're just like, what? You're like, fucking, you know, there's players that have never had under. <laughs> that is just fucking stunning. My brother always is quickly saying, like, Jordan Love's stats would make him the greatest ever. This season would probably make him the greatest ever Chicago Bears quarterback in terms of statistics. Stuff like that, you're just like, my God. Because I know they used to be a big team, like a good team. Uh, but really, it's just they're they're, they're kind of like the Steelers when they're badly injured. That's the way I would say it. Dodgy, really dodgy offense, and then like some defensive players making big plays uh, when they when they have to uh, and stuff like that. Um, the 2024 draft pick is now, uh, you know, they're, they're, the clock is now running, as they kind of fucking say. Uh, the draft this year, by the way, is in a where is it in Hurt Plaza? Where the fuck is that? But uh, here it is, right? So number one is the Chicago Bears. People are wondering if they're going to move on from Justin Fields. Uh, I wouldn't be against Justin Fields coming to the Steelers, I'm telling you. If I, if I, if I, I think he'd be worth whatever you're going to dump him for, you know? Uh, but I reckon, I mean, they might just go and they might be like, we need Caleb Williams, uh, and they may as well, they might just get rid of Justin Fields. But anyway, I'm not sure what they're going to do. Um, they have second pick as the Washington Commanders, uh, you know, I'm not sure that Sam Howell's going to be there. I think Sam Howell's pretty good, but I reckon, like, I mean, there's so many top quarterbacks in this class. I think you'd be pretty stupid for taking Sam Howell as much as I like the guy. The New, York, New England Patriots are third pick. You know, obviously, again, I feel like the first four, four of the first five picks I'm going to say this year are going to be quarterbacks. And that's the Patriots as well coming in there to get rid of fucking Mac Jones. Uh, the Cardinals, they're probably, I'm going to say they're going to go with, they're the team that's not, they'll stick with Kyler Murray, there's absolutely no point in doing it, they should go get Kyler Murray, should get him Marvin Harrison Jr., and that would be unbelievable for them, that's what I think is going to happen there, the Chargers have a really top five pick, actually, when I think about it, they're not going to go quarterback either, but then the Giants are on at number six, um, so... Uh, it's going to be it's going to be fun. The Tennessee Falcons, Chicago Bears, Jets again. So uh, the basically the Bears really have to make fucking use of this uh, to try and get. Well, they're always fucking rebuilding, aren't they? They're one of them teams, aren't they? As they're going to rebuild to the future, and I was like, you haven't fucking you haven't even had a past, you cunt. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, and this season I'm going to do the playoffs. I'm going to do a couple of game recaps here this weekend. I think it's important to go over a couple of the playoff games upcoming. And the teams that I reckon are pretenders that really shouldn't be there, I've already really mentioned them. I mean, like, the Rams shouldn't be in the playoffs. They're in there, you know. Packers, not good enough to be in a playoff. Steelers, not good enough to be in the playoffs here. And uh, there's one more 
I have like floating about there in my head. Uh, but they're, they're, them four are really very much the ones where I'm just like, Neh, fuck that. Um, well, let me see now. We'll go into uh, this week's NFL results because uh, that was a good good end. You know, I sometimes hate the week 18 because a lot of sh- a lot of nothing happens. You know, you can see all these cunts like putting on their fucking second cousins rather than them. Just put on. I reckon half the teams aren't even the players in the helmets because you would never realize they just uh, you know put on their younger brother for a game in case they get hurt and <laughs> stuff like that. Actually, you know what I should tell you? I, should, I shouldn't really say this right because it's absolute cuts. But basically, during absolute cuts, the other podcast to run with Mark Nelson, the movie one, right? Check it out. Last night, uh, I was supposed to... Our next film is The Magnificent Seven, but we're doing double episodes because I have to go to Australia. You know, we're bulking them up, so we're doubling it up so we have enough for a whole of February. So I have to tell him more the the one ahead so we watch two films in a week rather than the usual one and this week i got any given sunday so it's like a it's gonna be like a clear oblivious slash fucking uh you know absolute cuts crossover uh where any given sunday and i watched it i had a joint from someone to give me when it came to the roast battle give me a joint i went and spoke to i had the fucking time of my life i didn't even realize that film's three hours long i was locked in on willie beeman that's that's the shit to be. I was trying to think of what type of team that was, like the Miami Sharks. To recall, I'm not going to go into this because it's apparently for the for the actual fucking episode. But uh, I just remembered how fucking good any given Sunday was. I'm going to have to watch all of them now. I'm going to have to watch fucking remember the Titans and even the basketball one. What do you call it, Coach Carter? <laughs> Slap shot. I'm going to have to go through all of them. Moneyball, every fucking one of them. Uh, but this weekend, yes, we had the. Um, we had the Bills versus, I suppose the biggest game this week 18 was, uh, I think it was the Saturday night, first of all, when the Steelers beat the Ravens. Uh, that was that was a really bad game. That was The weather was so fucking bad. It was like a monsoon game. I was fine with it because we, I was fine with it because we got through, you know, but it wasn't really a win or loss to anybody. Like, it was just literally, this was going to go down to who dropped the ball the last. Like, everybody's fucking... It was a it was a greased watermelon the whole fucking time. It was very funny seeing the ball come loose. Anytime Jalen Warren hit the ground, I was like, right, does he still have the ball here? Because the last three times he's hit it, it's been squirming around four foot from him and people leaping on it. So there was a lot of that. Uh, the game was basically won by uh, Deontay Johnson. Uh, good right run, perfectly hit by Mason. And that was just that. That was the one play. Uh, Ravens, obviously, we had no players left, but the Ravens also had just didn't play a lot of their, their main starters, especially offense. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, so we got through. Uh, I wouldn't. I'm not really too worried about the Ravens. We always seem to turn up against the Ravens, even no matter how bad or how good we are. It's always at least an even kind of game. Um, so yeah, Ravens looking good for the a Super Bowl challenge of some sort. Anyway, uh, I can see them being in the last. F- I can see them making the last four. I mean, they have they have enough on both sides to to beat anyone. So. It's going to be interesting to see how far they go. Uh, the Texans have met it in. The Houston Texans, fair fucking play to CJ Stroud. In my opinion, uh, I know Puka Nakua is probably going to get... Puka Nakua or him, either one of them are going to be really like, how the fuck did I not win offensive rookie of the year? So I'm, I'm fine with whatever they choose. But uh, CJ Stroud has fucking like... I, I was very happy for him. I think he's fucking excellent to watch. I think that's stupid. That if anybody even thought otherwise, but the Texans overcame the Colts, and that was a really massive game 
uh, for both teams. Uh, the Jaguars absolutely shot it. They actually got us in anyway, the Steelers, because the Jag- Jacksonville Jaguars shot it against the Titans. I thought there was more chance of the late game, you know, uh, not going our way, but you know, I was kind of hoping the Miami game, but I just, there was always a chance that Jacksonville would do it, especially when Trevor Lawrence was in pieces. And honest to God, when you watch them play and you're like, he is clearly playing through pain. You know, he just was not on it whatsoever. I'm not saying they would have, uh, they would have like been better off playing their backup quarterback. They would have lost anyway, but uh, you, you could just see the absolute shite in it. I was absolutely delighted. Derrick Henry turning up in possibly his last game for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, it's going to be mad to see where that cunt goes, that big brick wall. Because every time you think he's done, every time you're like, oh, that's him now. That's his body giving up. He's had five dodgy games in a row. He just comes back. He just comes back like a fucking, ah, like a fucking train. So I'm not sure where Derrick Henry is going to go. Uh, I, I can't even fucking, I can't even make a guess, you know. I'm going to, I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess out of nowhere. I'm going to guess that the Minnesota Vikings trade from, and I can't imagine Derrick Henry in a Vikings fucking, you know, jersey and shit. I, I, I don't know. Or maybe, that, maybe they'll just go back and get Dalvin Cook back. Who the fuck knows? Uh, speaking of the Vikings, uh, the Lions beat them 30-20. That was an interesting game. A lot of, like... There was a lot of deep shots and, and and shit like that. It was a but it was a fun one to watch. Uh, I'm not sure about the Lions. I think the Lions are one of those teams that are good, but they're going to end up going out early and disappoint people. You know, um, since absolutely hammered the Falcons. That was Arthur Smith. That was very very funny when they when they they went for a kneel down, and uh, oh, of course of course Jimmy Jimmy Winston or or not our king. We can't say he's king. He's got allegations, so we're not doing that. But that mad cunt went and ran a fucking touchdown with Jamal Williams. Uh, and it's absolutely... I mean, I just don't think you should have any complaints. A play is a play. Regardless of what happens, you should be ready, even if it's a fucking kneel down. And I don't think it's disrespectful. I think it is disrespectful. It's not disrespectful. It, it, it really is a shove up the arse. But, I mean, it's also... That's what the fucking game is. I can't even say, right, oh, that was a disrespectful move in a game where you're kicking the living fuck out of each other. I'm just, I'm just fucking grow up, especially it, when it's not close. You know, like it was 41-17 when he did it, or 42-17. The game was over. He fried in, gave Jamal Williams one, 48-17. It made no difference to Arthur Smith, who is now unemployed. Uh, I think that must have been just a crack because he knew he was gone. But uh, that was bad. Arthur Smith is probably as bad a play caller as Matt Canada, considering the fact he's the amount of fucking all first round. Is an Arthur Smith, let me think now, has now drafted like Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts. Uh, who the fuck else is he? He's got loads of first round, like, who the fuck? Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts, and Def Drake London was a first round pick. And he has pretty much wasted all of them. There's fucking times he's sitting there doing like. Oh, that, like during that game, he he uh, he ran one one yard away in with Carderell Patterson, who got stopped, and then he threw a fucking shite screen pass out arseways trying to get Bijan Robinson to catch, and I'm like, just flipped him, man. Jesus Christ, Bijan would have got it from one yard. Carderell Patterson can do that. Uh, it's just sometimes the NFL, you know, just put the ball in your best players' hands, and they can do things. 
uh, anyway, I doubt he's going to get in. Um, yeah, Bill Belichick ended his uh, illustrious career with a very funny to me, a 17-3 loss to the New York Jets. <laughs> That's going to be one of those like quiz questions, you know, 30 years time, if people are still doing quizzes then. Uh, I don't know what type of fucking, I don't know what type of fucking little thing that was. People are still doing quizzes there, like an old man. Uh, but yes, that's going to be who was, who was what was Bill Belichick's last game? And you're like, well, it was snowing, and they were fucking dreadful. 17-3 from the Jets. I actually think, uh, yeah, in terms of terrible games, Buccaneers, Panthers, that was 9-0, uh, which is, you know, 9-0 is not a score you want to be yet. It would even be better if it was like a touchdown and a safety, but it was just obviously free field goals. Uh, and the Bucks are in the playoffs, and they uh, surely aren't going to do well. But it's very—I'm very happy for Baker, just for a real shoving it in the Browns' face. You know, I know he's a bit of a twat, but I am happy for him. Uh, speaking of the Browns, the Browns got absolutely torched by the Bengals before their thing. That was that was very funny. That was a 31-14 loss, but I mean that could have been way way more. Uh, Browns were all fans were all like, ah, we didn't have our quarterback on and stuff like that, and. People are just like, well, neither did the Bengals, mate. Neither did the Bengals. Uh, that was 31-14. Um, and that, yeah, as I said, that means every single team in our division ended up with winning with winning fucking things. That was great. Uh, Packers beat the Bears. Doesn't really matter what type of fucking Bears team they throw out. They always just seem to lose that one. Uh, good stuff there. Packers are going to... One of the pretenders, obviously, but good young team, especially on offense. Uh, the defense is a bit shite, but I'm, to I'm told that is Joe Barry. That is a defensive play caller's fault, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Cowboys hammered the commanders. Uh, what else do we got there? There was none really in that. That was just a simple hammering. The Raiders beat the Broncos 27-14. Uh, the Giants hammered the Eagles, and I mean... What the fuck is it with this season? Like, the Eagles are absolutely tanking just before the playoffs. Your man must... Is it Nick Sirianni? He must be sitting there fucking pulling his teeth out at this stage. You know? Like that, like in that movie, they Leave the World Behind. Oh! Charlie and it's always sunny. Oh! What's happening? Because uh, they were like basically Super Bowl favourites about five weeks ago. And now it's just... It's, it's just nose dip. I'm pretty sure they're like fourth or fifth. Uh, like I would have the 49ers and Ravens above them. And I would say people will have Dallas above them now. I'm not sure if that came to a matchup. I think Eagles would probably beat Dallas, but, you know, who knows? Uh, Seahawks, that was a very exciting game. Beat the Cardinals 21-20 to get in. Uh, but uh, Pete Carroll is parting ways, uh, which is a sad one. That's A lot of the old dudes are going, you know? Like, in my head, it was always Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin. Now I'm sitting there going like, oh, my God, is Tomlin out soon? You know? It wouldn't be surprised. The old guard is going down. And I'm not happy about it. I'm not even fucking remotely happy about it. Uh, Rams beat the 49ers 21-20. Uh, Chiefs beat the Chargers 13-12. And the Dolphins ended up uh, eventually beating... Uh, no, the Bills beat the Dolphins 21-14. Uh, that was like a, a weird one where Josh Allen was having a literal nightmare. But no matter what he did, Chris Collingsworth was just sitting there gobbling on his cock. You know? They're like, what do you think of that, Chris? What do you think of that dreadful interception that was chucked? And you'd be like, oh, <laughs> I apologize for the crudeness. But, you know, some of the commentators these days are very much annoying me. I like Chris Collinsworth, but that was, you know, like, it's like Mahomes, Mahomes and Josh Allen. No matter, they do the worst play you'll ever see. They're just be like, God, that, you know, that one's on all of the receivers. And I'm like, nah, it isn't. He just sparked out a disabled guy. 
the pass was that fucking bad, you know? There's a cheer- cheerleader lying there in tears with no teeth, you know? That, that, that's what happened, you know? Because it was a bad throw. They're, they can have bad throws, bad seasons, and bad games. It's okay. They're still elite. <coughs> oh, God. <coughs> I choked on my own words. Um, I tried not to mention this. Don't want to give them air. Not that anyone here is going to get air for anything, but... Um, I, d- I very much laughed at we do this every year. Uh, I, I'm already checked out on this type of stuff about the PFF and player of the years and who they leave in and who they don't. And some of the decisions were, you know, DJ Moore instead of Puka Nakua. Uh, PFF didn't even have TJ Watt on the bench. Who uh, I'm sorry is he's I think is I think he's clear. I don't think there's like it's close. I think he's the clear best defensive player in the NFL. Uh, now that Aaron Donald's just uh, just older or whatever, uh, and they will come across. I mean, I've put it in the discard. They will PFF will just put on whatever. Yeah, they they basically like they have TJ Watt has more sacks, fum, forced fumbles, full fumble recovery, pass deflections, touchdowns, and everything more than Garrett. QB hits more than all of them, and yet they'll be sitting there going like, well, he's actually the fourth best pass rusher because our subjective uh, pass rush win rate uh, has him uh, well below Miles Garrett. And you're like, all right, cool. Well, sweet. Thank God we don't have the PFS fucking win rate, pass rush win rate is a fucking thing because nobody gives a shit. Watch the fucking games. This is what happens when people with stats use them terribly. You know, like I'm a stacker. I love looking at stats, premiership, things, goals, all of that. But when people attribute them wrong or just like present them in a stupid as fuck way, it drives me mad. They're like, well, good, sweet. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I'm not, I'm, I'm wasting my time talking about them. But it is playoff season. Uh, and I'm glad that they're on Saturday nights too. I'm actually off this weekend, so I get to see all of them. Uh, a lot of people I have a gigs tonight, but I actually have none for this weekend. So I get to chill and watch some of the games, uh, and I'm quite happy about that. I'm quite smitten about that. We have the Texans and the Browns. Uh, this is what's going to be in the Saturday night game at half nine. I, I'm going to hope. I'm going to go for the Texans. Uh, I think that. I think that everybody's just going to start talking about, oh, here's an elite offense against an elite pass defense, the number one total defense. Uh, and then every week I just see them getting hammered. Like the Bengals, yet again, put up 31 points against this. I don't know what metric people are talking about, total one defense, because it's not stopping points. Because the fucking Browns seem to put up, like concede 30 points a game. And every week I still come into them talking about <laughs> number one total defense. And I think CJ Stroud's going to be fired up for it. Uh, he might shit himself. They might get him. They might, they'll definitely get home and get a couple of interceptions. But uh, I think they might have enough to put the Browns out, and that will be a very interesting game. Uh, Chiefs Dolphins. I don't know how that one's going to go. I can't really call that. The Dolphins seem to be not very good against. Uh, I'm actually just going to go and say that the better quarterback's going to win out on that, and Mahomes is going to get it together, and we're all going to be sitting here going, it's his worst every year, and look, the Chiefs and Mahomes are still uh, absolutely flying. Uh, The Sunday night 6 o'clock game is going to be the Bills and the Steelers, uh, which is great. I can't wait for that. Uh, I reckon we'll go out, and I reckon it'll be close. I know there's meant to be bad weather, and people are. I've seen a couple of people in the Discord. I've seen someone online also doing it going like, well... 
you know, that that's good. You know, the Steelers have two running backs, so that might help them because it's snowing uh, and you're just like, it's in Buffalo where they, it always snows, where they play in snow every year, where they have the Pro Bowl running back in RFC. None of our running backs are. I think they are better. I do think ours are better. I wouldn't take James Cook over the two. But you also have the fourth highest Russian quarterback and we have Mason Rudolph. Don't fucking fill me with shit. <laughs> and I was like, that's the reason why you think Bookies don't even take that and thing. They didn't even change. They changed it like by point one. It's still two to eleven for the Bills to win this game. So I swear to God, hey, like I'm just seeing a lot of Bills fans and Bills Mafia and all that type of shit. The Bills Mafia are really fucking shaking in their little boots because I, all it is so far is excuses if they lose. Uh, I think they fear us for whatever reason, uh, which is funny. But we'll see how it is. Uh, I, I suppose they're just hoping. I suppose they think we're hoping for the game to turn into what happened in the Ravens. And we're just going to keep keep winning playoff games because of the weather. <laughs> uh, but yes, I actually personally think, especially with uh, especially with no pass rush, uh, or not no pass rush without TJ, I think that uh, they'll, they'll just work it out. Josh is a much better quarterback than anyone that we put up. Uh, Cowboys Packers another one I reckon the Cowboys should gash them but I never I never fucking like you never trust the Cowboys they're always going to be in the news for something absolutely ridiculous and uh, this might be the other one Box Eagles you reckon the Eagles should turn up there again uh, probably get a little bit of a boost and turn away their turn back uh, turn back their bad form and stuff like that and the Lions versus the Rams which will be close but I reckon uh, you know what that's a tough one because you never know with Stafford he knows what he's doing so does Jared Goff, in fairness. Presumably the Rams. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a good weekend, anyway. I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm going to watch as many of the fucking things that I can. <clears throat> now, uh, to finish to finish this dirty, rotten podcast, I'm going to try and come up with not Vancouver Vanillas that we usually do. I'm going to try and come up with the worst... Worst team of the year. Now, this might be controversial. I It's not necessarily the worst player. I'm going to say, like, the worst starter. I'm not saying, like, oh, you know, it's like, obviously, Miles Boykin has done way less and has been worse than Deontay Johnson. But Deontay Johnson is the starter and should be doing better. Stuff like that is what, what I'm going to be doing this. So I'm going to try and get ourselves through the worst. I'll, I'll, I'll do it like fantasy football where we'll do them positions, okay? Like who is the worst team? I'm trying to think of like the worst team. I'm trying to build a team with so little chemistry that, you know, you'd be just like, oh, what a boring, boring offense. <laughs> Which could be many of the teams. Could just be the fucking Patriots offense, really. But it's going to be a lot of that type of stuff. Okay, so let me see. We'll, we'll try and wing this as we go. Uh, what defense would you trust the least in the NFL right now? Right? I would say... I would say... No, I was going to say Panthers because they keep losing. But Panthers have a couple of fucking very good corner you know cornerbacks just just a team where you're just like you're just like well this is going to be fucking this is going to be easy you know yeah let me see what about right i'm going to say i'm going to say that a team that i really wouldn't care against would be let's go the Oh, 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 I'm going to go 
I'm going to go the Raiders. No, no, the Broncos. I'm not going to go the Raiders. The Raiders still have Max Crosby and stuff. He turns it on in any game. You're basically fucked. I was going to say the Commanders, maybe, or the Chargers, but there's still a couple of players there, like Bosa and stuff like that. Uh, no, New York Giants. That's what I'm going. I think the New York Giants are the most boring defense in the league. They've got that Caden Thibodeau basically coming at you, and that's about it. I'm going to say that the most boring, nothing defense in my worst team of seasons is going to be the Giants, okay? Um, let me think now. So we're going to get quarterback. Who do I think is the most... Now, this should be easier because there's fucking... Uh, <laughs> none of them are starting quarterbacks, okay? Um, like, my, my mind is immediately going for Mitch Trubisky, right? For just nothing. Just a, a, a like a, a base nothingness. Uh, I we're going to go Mitch Trubisky because he's played enough. I'm going to say someone that you have to be able to play over four games. Somebody that was relied on as a starter, played four or five games. Mitch Trubisky, running back. Who do I think is like a running back? I can't even say Devin Singletary because he's actually put in a pretty fucking good shift. Uh, <clears throat> Zach Moss still put in some yards. Let me see Russian leaders. Uh, let's 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 actually choose this stat wise. Russian leaders in the NFL. Uh, Russian yards, NFL, Russian player stats. So, <clears throat> okay, let me see who the Russian leader was in the NFL. I presume it's Christian McCaffrey by a country mile. Yep, by 300 yards. Derek Henry, then Kyron Williams, then James Cook. Oh, God, James Cook is the fourth highest Russian yards in the NFL this year. But God, God bless us if the snow comes, because that will apparently fucking go against him. Um, right, I'm going to say Chuba Hubbard. Let's go Chuba Hubbard for a guy that's played and basically was the starting running back for a team. So we're going to get Mitch Trubisky backed up by Chuba Hubbard, right? In the tight end position, we're going to get Gerald Everett, right? A guy that never shows up despite all the fucking goddamn talent and weapons around him. A guy that never shows up. The new Jordan Aikens, right? Is Gerald Everett. We're getting the tight end. So that's Chuba Hubbard. If we get a chuck in the middle, it's Jared Everett. And it's chucked at him by Mitch Trubisky. This is already terrible. You can see nothing going on. We're going to need, like, <laughs> let me see now. We're going to get, like, some receiving leaders, right? So the receiving leaders, CD Lamb, this is reception-wise, but let's go with it. Um, let me think. Nothing. Chris Olave can be spectacular. Uh, David Njoku is a receiver. Uh, <clears throat> what about... Right. What about this? What about Rashad Bateman? Because he was supposed to be class. And I know he's been injured a lot, but he's played a lot and he's just ended up being nothing. So I'm going to go with... Yes. So <laughs> Elijah Moore, maybe. Yeah. I can't use Kirtland Sutton. He's got a couple of good catches at the end of the year. Brandon Cook still is able to do his job pretty decently. Oh, Yes. Yes, I'm going to go, I'm just trying to see, Hollywood Brown. Yeah, let's go Hollywood Brown and Rashad Bateman uh, is, is lining up at the other side. So it'll be Gerald Everett, Rashad Bateman and Hollywood Brown uh, out the sides. If we wanted like a big time in the middle catcher, why not not Tyler Boyd? I think he's too good. He's just been bad in general. Uh, maybe someone like, 
and that Kendrick Bourne had a couple of splash plays that were very good, especially at the tar- start of the year. Maybe Allen Robinson, wide receiver free for us. Let's go Allen Robinson from the Steelers because he's done literally fog all. I see him here. He's only had 34 catches on the year, uh, just above Devontae Parker, Rashad Bateman, uh, and people like that. Darnell Mooney, who I keep putting my faith in, he never fucking delivers. Um, that's what I'm going to go for. So I want to see... And if you're listening to this, you can put it especially in the Discord. How many wins do you think? You can just baseline average every other player, but how many wins do you think in the NFL? And Mitch Trubisky could lead Chubba Hubbard, Alan Robinson, Hollywood Brown, and Rashad Bateman to, you know, with Gerald Everett and their tight end in it. Uh, tight ending it? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay, I'm off to think because I have to go and do some stuff. Uh, I have to go and collect a pair of glasses. Uh, yeah, that's right. I have to get glasses. And you know what the best thing about it is? They give me an appointment time to collect glasses. And in my head, I'm like, what the fuck do I need? What the fuck do I need an appointment to collect glasses for? I just, I just, I, I'm not, look, I'm scared of this world is what I'm saying. Uh, but I mean, I got to go do that. So uh, that is a quick episode today. I will see you guys next week for another episode of Clearing Oblivious. And let's see who the fuck gets knocked out of these playoffs. Uh, Toodle fucking pip. That's all for this week's Clear and Oblivious. Make sure you join us for next week's episode. Join the Patreon and leave us five stars if you've enjoyed. See you soon.